sick of this. I'm sick of listening to this shit later, and I'm like, you know what? I got to redo this because of the volume of this fucking music. So this shit better work out this time. <clears throat> By the way, I've had this song in my head since I was like nine years old. Sing the song. It's time to go. It's time for the single serving show. Sing the song. It's three of us, but we're going to be talking about the games, video games that we did enjoy when we were kids and now we're grown. So we're talking about our video games, single serving show. That's it. Wait, so you had a show about you had you had a song about this show in your head when you were nine? Actually, I think, this- I think it's I think it's the sing the song part. Yeah. Oh, wasn't there <laughs> wasn't there a Mario cartoon show where that what didn't they have the theme song based on the Mario song? Was that it? Yeah. They please don't tell me that that was actually the words they sang on that fucking no, show. Cause I'd be they, <laughs> I don't know, but I, I feel like they they did have a theme song with the Mario theme. I'm gonna go find as it. The music for it. I thought I'm, that's what it was based on. It was, and I'm going to find it. I already no, know I what it was. It was, it, was, it was. it was like a Mario rap, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were like we're plumbers. Huh. They, yeah. yeah. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. I remember I got being it. slightly incensed about it. I got it. <laughs> hey, paisanos! It's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. With the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the yeah. double. We're back with the <laughs> others. You'll be hooked on the brothers. Uh. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that's clearly a black dude, but I mean upset. it's not bad. I've heard <laughs> I've heard worse. The I mean, new, it's, it's that will never be will never be stopped. For, uh, for what what year is this? Eighty nine. That's amazing yeah. rapping skills for eighty nine. Yeah, because let's be honest, <clears throat> rapping in eighties weren't good, wasn't good. They were not good rappers in the eighties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! Like it's we could be better. rappers in the eighties. Well, I mean. I think that's why so many people initially were like, well, rapping is just making nursery rhymes because it, it really was. It was just the most basic of rhymes. And you'd like, ha, 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 at the end of every line. No, no like literally some of Run DMC's songs were literally children's books. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. take this children's book and make this song. <laughs> well, they I were mean, innovators. You stopped that. <laughs> when, <laughs> when the lyrics are "clap your hands, everybody," if you got what it what? takes, because <laughs> I'm coming. Oh, and I want you to know that these, these are all the breaks. I mean, he was like the most legendary rapper out of all of them. But I mean, it makes sense when you think about what it came from, right? I mean, it mm-hmm. came from this era of like just talking over music to get people amped up to dance. And it wasn't even supposed to truly rhyme. It was just like, oh, I'm gonna be slick and rhyme everything. And then it turned into like rap. So I mean, yeah, I mean it was still just it was rap in its infancy. Think about this. The reason why we have rap music and why rap music is around the world is because at some point, some New York DJ gave a guy he knows a microphone and said, Tell these people how dope I am. Yeah, basically. Yeah. He was like, That's I can't talk and scratch. I need you to talk for me. And yeah, that is the craziest thing. Like, it just, like, tell these people how dope I am. And it just turned into this. Yeah, that's why MCing is part of rap. Like, crowd control and presence is part of rap. But I mean, 
the part they didn't have was the, the spit. Them niggas couldn't flow. They were, <laughs> it was bad. It was not, it was objectively not good. Yeah, I was but... going to say, just stop it. It was bad because it was <laughs> objectively not good. <laughs> oh my God. I will say this though. There are some Run DMC songs that I really enjoy. Because they they try and there there are there were oh, some yeah. rappers. Oh, rock box is dope. Like like yeah. the, the folks who were good at rap, it's like rap in the eighties is the equivalent of 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 coaching in a rec league, and so you got four kids on the court who really shouldn't be there, and you got that one kid who you're like, I know that kid's gonna be something. Now whether they're gonna be high school greats or if they're going to be nba greats stands to reason but like the majority of rappers in the 80s were like peewee league and then you had a few who were like above and beyond and then you have to start leveling them out like okay where do they rank so i'll say run dmc um the beastie boys uh i was really what the beastie boys I mean, are you ranking them above Run DMC? No, no, no. I'm saying who I would have in that in that echelon pass rec league. <laughs> okay. No, but it didn't. It I didn't. Mean, be, it didn't become like I think. I mean, you're talking about people who would would have made the would have made the 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 Power Five college teams, but like it didn't become NBA level until like LL. LL yeah, made, made well, this, like, and that like, was the '90s, really. Like it was. Right at Mama said knock you out. I think was no, when no, 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 no. I'm bad. Radio and I'm bad. Like <laughs> I feel like, bad I feel like I'm crazy. bad. Really? Forget Oreos eat LL cookies is where you're saying the the line Forget was drawn. Oreo eat Cool J cookies and the way he I, busted out of that song. No rapper raps quite like I can. I'll take a muscle bound sucker, put his face in the. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying from a, I think from a lyrical standpoint where you're you're both structured and also clever i think that was mama said knock you out and i mean like i think i'm bad was clever but it wasn't complex structure it, it wasn't a very complex lyrical scheme but it was but it was the first it was but I mean, his it, it the way i'm looking at it is i mean it's complex it, like, you in the give, way you that could literally give big daddy kane the the you the could a nod for if, it if, and, and because he he had more he had more technically sound songs than LL did. It wasn't until Mama said "Knock You Out" that LL started trying to put some technical structure to his songs. But he was what doing I was that little saying, bullshit he did with "I'm Bad," and while I like it, it's just not technically sound. I'm not like impressed with what he did lyrically on "I'm Bad." I am impressed by Mama said "Knock You Out." Is is it because you're younger than us? It might be because i mean like because, like because remember I think, like i i think re- everything you're saying right now is absolutely fucking it might enough. be but, <laughs> it, but it could also crazy. like remember where i think you also remember like my introduction to hip-hop and r&b or well, hip-hop and r&b sorry hip-hop and rap came from it's like i started with like outcast and big boy and andre and, and like that in like and, southern rap which I'm is like Vir- and i'm from virginia where everyone in virginia wanted to be from new york so like, right and i'm saying like southern rap what like what i really and it might also be age too because like you know for a little bit everyone from Alabama, you know the south wanted to be from new york until outcast and like i'm just old enough to where that's where i started and then branched out from there so like one thing that you can give to outcast and to like eight ball and mjg and to uh like bon b and UGK and, and like Southern rappers is like, they were really technically sound, like and it's extremely to some points difficult verses to do. Would, You're not I one taking say, that shit. I've never met, I've never heard a more 
this is this seems way too easy and i was very much born to do this rapper than bun b yeah but but for the 80s brilliant taking taking that taking that mindset of i can take this and make it look absolutely effortless and easy i would say it was rock him oh of course but i thought he was like 90s no no. Was Eric B and Rakim like oh well, yeah 80s. that was yeah, they were, yeah Eric yeah, yeah. B and Rakim EPMD Ice Cube uh Run DMC yeah. NWA they were all the 80s late 80s mid 80s maybe but then they flowed into the 90s Public Enemy but then the yeah. Beastie Boys were early 80s so that's why I'm saying the Beastie Boys were upper echelon for where they were yeah and they they I got heard, speaking, speaking of Public Enemy. Let me let me tell you something about Public Enemy. Um, Chuck D literally scared Prince. What's that to do with anything? No, but just like his his presence and his voice and the way that he rapped, Prince was afraid of him. Okay, again, I, I think I'm I concur saying, with Derek. I mean, I'm just saying, have to do with that's, that's like a, I mean, we, so wait, you stopped the show, you stopped everything that we were talking about, and you were like, let me tell you something. And you told us something that was not relevant give, to anything. What if I don't give a fuck about your you know, what you think is relevant to this conversation? Because were you alive in the 80s? No, I wasn't. Wait, no, yes, I was. I was alive in part of the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I was there in 82. I was there for most 80s. How dare you? <laughs> you I just don't remember you, them. You weren't <laughs> aware of it. You weren't aware of the 80s. <laughs> I don't so, remember them. <laughs> so if we go with the late 80s, mid 90s, that would bring in Biggie. That would bring in Jay-Z. Um, that would bring in I feel like Bun B. That would bring in Outcast. Yeah. And 93. Like, like what like 93 was when a lot of these rappers really hit the ground, right? Like, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I think that that might be. And, and I, I'd also say, I think that the problem for me looking back at like stuff from the eighties really is that, you know, my introduction were people who had grown from what was being done in the eighties and had evolved past that. And yeah. so like, when I look back, I'm like, well, this is all garbage. And it, it's not, it's hard for me to, to, to like, not like, you know, LL's Mama Said Knock You Out versus I'm Bad, even though I enjoy both songs. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't listen to both, but like, it's hard for me not to see I understand. Mama said, "Knock you out" as being like a little bit more. I'm looking at this, and I understand where you're coming from because in 1993 alone, you had uh, Heavy D, you had Ice T, so you had everybody from the '80s still doing their thing. But then you also had Tupac and Naughty by Nature, and 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 LL Cool J, and and Onyx, and yeah. And I, I think like lyricism grew. It was just an explosion. I mean, think about all the people, not just that, but also like uh, Guru was out there at that. Yeah, point I was time. gonna say like uh, Guru. The roots. Um, Holy shit! Uh, diggable planets were happening right around yes. '93, and so like there's all this lyricism that's like blowing up at the time that I start paying attention to hip hop and I'm able to start clocking what's happening. And then so it's also really. It's really hard for me to go back and look at stuff in the 80s and be like, yeah, there's merit here. And it's not that there isn't. It's just hard for me to see it. MC and, Light and, and Yo-Yo were out there. And 93 oh, also yeah. 93 also had November the 9th. Uh, that's when Wu-Tang Clan came out with Into the Wu-Tang. A Tribe Called Quest came out with Midnight Marauders. His first solo in 93 too, right? I think I think I think that I think that day goes deeper than what I see on Wikipedia. I think there was like four like 
classic classic albums that came out that day well i know y'all are gonna laugh and i don't give a fuck because the day after that e40 came out with his first album federal and a no. few days before that in october on october 26 too short came out with his so that's just a ooh, ooh. <laughs> california had a party right I, Shaquille I O'Neal came out with Shaq I, diesel on october 26th and then california had a funeral oh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to say this, and I feel like I, I've I've missed uh, I've I've led to a misunderstanding of how I feel about E40. I I love and respect E40. I just make fun of him because the my, again first introduction to him was uh, was it Forty Water? Like that was the, sprinkle, uh, me. sprinkle me, sprinkle me. First introduction to him was that. It's so like I that's all I and you know I, I he- I've heard him since. I'm like oh he, he's not just uh, uh, the entire time. Yeah, but, he raps he raps like Black Goofy. No, he doesn't. <laughs> that song, he's you definitely know what? Does. I, I just, I just, I just. <laughs> but in Sprinkle Me, about... he does. It, nowhere else, but in Sprinkle Me, he exaggerated that so much that it became how most of us thought of him because it was his most popular song. Which says something. Maybe he should have exaggerated. You know, he got him on the popular, map. Right. His most popular song was the one where he was just going, like, to your point, outside of himself to where he doesn't rap like that for real and it got him like it charted number one right didn't it get him on like the at least the number one it hip-hop got it, chart? it got him up there yeah it charted high because i mean think about it you talk about people who are uh on the other side of the country well outside of his his market who know that song and it got him on heavy rotation on mtv and i know that and there's BT. this one rapper who said if skills sold truth be told I'd probably be lyrically Talib Kweli, but if y'all gonna hear me on the East Coast, and I all I gotta do is sound hipper than hippopotamus, hippopotamus, yeah, yeah I'll do that. Hippopotamus. Also, November twenty <laughs> third, Snoop Dogg came out with Doggy Style. December seventh, Ice Cube came out with Lethal Injection. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, that's the one I thought was the the big one. Lethal Injection was huge. Nineteen ninety three was crazy because that was like Fuck he it. became a household name on Lethal Injection. Nigga, Shaq Diesel came out in ninety three. You know, you know did I tell y'all, y'all like about, that's real ever? I got yes, my ass nigga. whooped over a Shaq Diesel shirt, fam. I told y'all about that, right? Okay, yes. but like this, the the music. Did you like the music? Absolutely, I did. Word? I no. got skills. I got skills was one of my favorite songs and i should have done it on the music critique episode <laughs> I, I i lost a little respect up, for you on that. No, i never I was, liked I was, his up, music. but i was 13 when it came out and and this is back when like he was everything he was everywhere Man. at that point in time and i was 13 and i i didn't have any real bearing of what good hip-hop was because <laughs> that's true he was like shaq can rap i was like shaq can do it <laughs> i mean e40 hadn't came out Pac was there but well then i have a real question for you who was the first like uh i guess athlete or uh, let's make an nba player because it's shaq who was the first nba player who made a, a hip-hop album that disappointed you like when you heard it you were like oh this isn't good who was kobe. the first person kobe. was it kobe Oh, oh yes, Kobe. <laughs> the Very deep voice. Kobe. That nigga was like Asiat- the Asiatic. And, <laughs> and, and then and then the, and then doing raps in fucking Italian. Calm the fuck down, dog. We don't speak Italian, <laughs> right? That nigga said shit that was so over my head, and he just knew he was killing it. Ah, uh, oh man, that's the, the nigga, one place Kobe just didn't King do it. Asiatic something like, oh my god, Kobe. Yeah. Oh, his album was so bad. And then did you I, actually listen to the album? I heard I the single and I was like, I'm good. I listened to the single and that was that was it for me. <laughs> I was like, I'm good. I don't need to hear it anymore. <laughs> I listened to it. And I'm proud it, of you. Like I found it on um uh not Napster, 
But oh, thank the God one that, Lime wire? Lime wire. Thank God you didn't pay for that shit. Like, no. Don't, don't, don't give Kobe money for that. It was No. Weird. I listened to Kobe featuring Tyra Banks. Like this. That's was, what I was about to say. Didn't he have a song with Tyra Banks? <laughs> it's like, that's the best choice we're making right now, Kobe. <laughs> You're going to have Tyra sing the hook. <laughs> I mean, you can. Yo. I mean, I mean, I know y'all know each other. You couldn't at least call Brandy. <laughs> Brandy probably was like, no, thank you. She heard one verse and was like, I'm out. I can't. But I mean, that was Kobe featuring Brandy at first. That's why he got Tyra. Brandy left. And honestly, there's nobody he can blame but himself for how bad this album was because he literally has Beanie Siegel and Black Thought on here. He has 50 Cent on here and Destiny's Child on here. This is his fault. How many albums has Beanie Siegel wrecked? It's, (laughs) I I, I love him. I love him in small piece like doses like small doses i'm like yeah benny siegel but then i just feel like, like i like him on features i can't listen to a full album i don't like him on every feature i need him to be short on his features it needs to be like this can't like be like four life. bars yeah i need four bars from benny siegel like once he passes eight is too much you know what it's like though, this is too in much Beanie's, in Beanie's defense his first album the truth had like two three good songs on it he should have just stopped there <laughs> that's all i'm saying <laughs> I made it. I did it. <laughs> I mean, because uh, he had that What's Your Life Like song, which was dope. Yeah. And then he had The Truth, which was dope. I feel like Benny Siegel's. And then he had Stop from... Chill. That's three songs that were probably all written by Jay-Z. And he like probably Beanie, should have stopped. Benny suffers from unique voice syndrome, where like the way he sounds when he raps is so unique, he doesn't do anything else. There's know, a lot of rappers who suffer from freeway. that. Not yeah. everybody gets it, but a lot of people get that. Freeway like, is an absolute classic, sir. Philadelphia, that's what I'm saying. Freeway was not bad at all. And he had a very <laughs> unique voice. But I'm saying Ooh, not Bobby everyone. Came out in 1993. Not everyone does that, feature, though. Dog. He got a name dog feature, <laughs> and that song is hot, dog. All my life. I just like how amped you got about that. <laughs> I love Philadelphia. But this Freeway. is the same nigga Philly- who loves Tracy Lee. Um, I I fuck with that album. Yes, I do. What's um, wrong with that? And no, I'm I, just saying. I love I love listening to Tracy Lee tell the story of him and the, the him and re- recording with Biggie. I think it's the most amazing, like the way he tells the story. Um, but you know what anyway. I found out today, or not today, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I learned that Jay Z and Biggie did not know each other at all until they did Brooklyn's Finest. Oh, word! Yes, yes. that was the first and- time they had ever met before. Was doing Brooklyn's Finest. Biggie demanded to be on the track. Yes, and well, so it's called Brooklyn's Finest. Like, and so Dame Dash was like, "We don't want him on the track." Because y'all aren't talk, y'all aren't telling us what the royalties are going to be. This ain't working for us. And they got it all put together. And Jay Z had actually written a full song for it before Biggie got in there. So Jay Z had to redo the lyrics in his head. And they went into the booth and sounded like they've been friends their entire life. And then yeah. Biggie died shortly after. And just like that, Jay Z was able to say that him and Biggie had always been best friends. Yeah, I think. But no, they did a few songs together. They did, they did at least two. And they were going to start a group called The Commission. Yes, but then there was Quick. also going to be another group called Murder Inc. with uh, Jay Z. Uh, yeah, DMX and Ja Rule. Ja Rule. There's a whole song that's called "It's Murder" and it's amazing. It's an amazing song. The song is dope. 
I love that song. And if they had actually uh, gotten together, that would have been real interesting to see Jay-Z and DMX working together and Ja Rule singing the hooks. It would have been interesting to see them try to separate themselves from Ja Rule as he flamed out. It would have been fun. Uh, so here's my question then. All right, so we know who disappointed you first. Who, who, which uh, basketball players dropped the album that you were like, okay, has anyone? It, it has not happened until Dame Lillard. You like Damien? Did you yeah, like Dame, it? Dame can spit, dog. Dame, can, Dame got flames. Oh, word. I haven't heard him. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Let me find hold, it for hold you. Hold up. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I didn't dislike, I mean, despite the fact that it was mad, homophobic, and misogynist, I didn't Alan dislike Iverson's. Alan Iverson. Yeah, I didn't dislike Alan Iverson's music. I was just like, oh, I see why everyone's upset. This is I, I think, very I typically think, rap. The problem with that song, the one, the one song that was released, um, was it suffers from ether syndrome for me to whereas like it's like this legendary fucking song and then you go back and listen to it and the beat is fucking horrible and you're just like why do yeah. people like this <laughs> here you go uh, i feel i feel that way about ether. so i'm not even gonna play his album because yeah i can find that just yeah. just hit me with a hit me with a couple bars no nah, i'm just gonna hit you with him on sway in the morning okay that that works is he doing the five fingers of death Yep. Sway in the morning, love the five four five, ladies and gentlemen. There's another one about to happen, Heather B. I feel it's about to happen again, man. Mm -hmm. Last time, well, not the last time this man came on the show, but the first time he came on the show. I do hear how much Sway talks over the five fingers of death, though. Yeah, I feel like he going <laughs> It takes him so second. long to get started. Yeah, hold on. And Remember when Sway used to not say shit? Yeah, but then Kobe <laughs> gave him his first television. <laughs> Or Kanye gave us first television freestyle session. You about to hear from the best rapper out of the NBA, Dame Dollar, right here. My God. Yeah. You know, miracles happen every day. Hey. Gary Busey's in here. And that's when the miracle what? is beyond. Gary Busey, like for real, Gary Busey. It's yeah, not like, like a no, like old ass face, Gary Busey. That is incredible. Oh my! Hold on one second. Let me let me just share the whole screen. And optimize for the video clip so y'all can see the magic of Gary Busey's old ass face. Oh shit, it's Gary Busey. Right? <laughs> why is Gary Busey out it's in the like, Why is he there? Why, why, is they, why, they why is, I like how every black person's face says, oh shit, it's Gary Busey. Everyone's thinking <laughs> that right now. Everyone, all three of them in a row, like, oh shit, is that Gary Busey? He <laughs> <laughs> like, just, like, just stepped out of his log cabin. Just to be God. Oh God. I woke up how, like how this. hot is how hot is Dame Lillard if Gary Busey shows up to hear him spit lives? Like I just want to hear Dame Lillard. That's all I'm here for. That's you all I'm here what? for. Under the miracle. There it is. Oh. There it is. Damn. Hello. Let's hey. listen. Let's do this. Taking it back to the town. Yeah. Love. Sway in the morning, shade hey. four five. Look. That's how we do. Open, hey. stand up. Dollar. Hey, when you polish like me, it be a problem for the system. They love it when I hoop, but my inspired side gets them. I can tell you stories, been in triumph, been a victim. Never been another with my isms or my mixture. They said I couldn't make it. Sadly incorrect, I'm finessing situations. Savvy in the flesh. I know my destination ain't no navy in effect. If Southwest booked, then I'm grabbing me a jet. I got plenty friends that been in jams and they dug out. We had some scuffles and arguments that we hugged out. But in my biggest of moments, I seen them bug out. We got some friends, I know that they never run mouth. A big difference between mines and yours. And gotta spend a single dollar just for mines to soar. Circle full of crowds, grass, man, it's mines galore. Everyone that wasn't grinding. They had to find the door. We ain't playing. We really bout it. 
meals on the line. Being told my mom about the deal, I'ma sign. Real in my rhymes, they a squeal for the shine. Nothing changed for the fame, my appeal to the dimes. Keep that same number for loyalty, not approval. Cause them neighborhoods need examples, that's not the usual. Tell them kids something they might could just find useful. Don't let that money you make be the reason they salute you, dollar. The best part of this is Gary Busey's face during this whole thing. He looks so happy. He looks so overjoyed. He was enjoying that. He enjoyed the shit out of that. Like, holy shit, Gary Busey. I didn't know you like rap like that. Right? I bet he found a black woman afterwards and was like, let's go. I'm Gary Busey. Me and Gary Busey might need to hang out. Right? (laughs) He's enjoying this song. I feel like Gary knew the beat. He knew the song. He was going to do the hook. But that's Dame. He was about to. He's like, I got five. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is this isn't my thing. I'm sorry. But I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> that he is high. Age, yeah. in, in this day and age, to me, it is more impressive that more people can't rap who try to rap. Like you grew up hearing rap your whole life. You should at least know the cadence before you step in. I can rap to an extent. I can't do like the 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 speed rap that 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 happens or whatever it may be. But if there's a slow beat and they gave him a slow pitch with that, I got five on a beat. If there's a slow beat, I can spit some flames. I don't yeah. understand how folks try and step in out of their lane just because I, they play ball and they realize I'm not built for this. I think I know, and I'm gonna take. Or a you run can at just, it. or you can just do a, or you can just do something over the Hot Boys beat. No one sounds terrible over the Hot Boys beat. Untrue. I could prove you wrong right now. No, no. Uh, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. No, I'm telling you. What you call it? You put on. You put on. Not. I'm talking. Not. Um. Uh. Missy's Hot Boys. That's I know, the I know what you're talking so about. Many, I love so that song. So many people on that remix have completely different styles, and no one sounds terrible. I'm saying, like, yeah. I, I think the issue is, and to answer your question, Derek, I think what it is is. Uh, well, obviously there's a level of musical talent that's involved, but I think mm-hmm. some of it's just like, you know, you're just not doing it. So the, the example I'll give is, is just like, uh, you know, writing jokes and performing. I truly feel like I could get hand you my jokes that I've written, tested in front of an audience or hand someone else, a normal person, my jokes. And if they did it enough, they could perform my jokes as well as me. Mm-hmm. The, the catch is that they're not doing it night in, night out, night in, night out. And I think for, especially for freestyling, so much of that is how much you do it. How flexible are you? How much are are you constantly (laughs) improvising lyrics on the spot on a regular basis? And if you're doing that and, you know, creating lyrics and constantly writing, when someone puts a mic in front of you, you're not doing something new. You're just doing what you do. I think for you, like, I think you would, you know, you have a level of musical talent where you don't have to do it constantly. But for people who don't have that level of talent, if I'm not sitting around like freestyling or writing every day, I'm not going to be able to do it when the mic gets put in front of me. Because like, I mean, I used to be able to, and I say used to be able to like freestyle, but like it it was because I was just constantly doing it. You know what I would like to do, honestly? And I, I tried doing this when we were younger, when we first started podcasting, I tried to pull this off and nobody wanted to do it with me. An old school cypher. Oh, yeah, I refuse, and that's why. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> and that's, that's why. How, that's that's how I got my feelings hurt in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I used to want. I used to want to be a rapper. That's where the name Scarfinger came from. And um, I know people who listen to the show, people who listen to Scarcasm, have heard this song. Have heard this story many, many times. But 
I wrote a song and I spent like a week and a half perfecting my song. And I had the single to Dead Presidents, uh, Jay-Z's Dead Presidents. And on the single, it had the instrumental. So I wrote a whole song to Dead Presidents and I am in the car. I'm in a car with my, my ex-wife, her best friend and the best friend's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, I wrote a song. I think it's really fucking cool. And I had them put the tape on, play the instrumental, and I spit my song. Okay. And it was it, it was a glorious moment for me. Glorious! For about 10 seconds. Okay. And then the boyfriend said, okay, run that back. And he, they, they rewound the tape. And he murdered it. And he, off the top of his head, killed the song that it took me almost two fucking weeks to write he killed everything that i had written and i was like i guess i'm not gonna be a rapper dog like it's like my rap career was over that fast because so what i would say is i feel like that's an experience that like everyone has in any like artistic endeavor because i mean like or 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 sports endeavor like yeah that. you you yes oh my god the first nigga who showed me up on the basketball court ah uh, I hate that nigga but like no, no, I'm gonna tell t- oh did I t- wait we're staying focused on music okay but what I what I'll say is this I think the the catch is this the rappers are the ones who like go back into the studio and rewrite and rework and say all right you did that verse better than me all right fuck you nigga and they try to write a better verse I feel like that's the the difference right so it's it's not like you're not, like your best stuff isn't going to beat someone else's best stuff every single time. Mm-hmm. I feel like like as a comedian, like I, I know this. There are times when I'm walking in with like my best jokes, motherfucker. Like I'm like, oh, I'm about to I'm about to rip this goddamn audience apart. And I'll watch like four or five other comedians get up with like just, you know, jokes, just kill, kill, kill. I get up like, oh, well, watch this shit. And then it just dies. And it's just that's when you're like all right well let me sit down and look at how i wrote my best stuff what's wrong with this and you go back and you rewrite i feel like you go back and you rewrite that song you come out with a hotter verse and then you get them back in the car a month later you're like all right nigga, well, how about this and like the ease at which he came up with it shouldn't have demoralized you it should have just lit that fire under you to be like well let me go write a better verse all right let me try this out real quick. I've been begging niggas to freestyle with me since like not ever. And not that's always the response that I hear. <laughs> First of all, I can't. Like, you got to give me some warning. I'm giving you warning. I'm going to go first. If you feel the if you feel the nope. flow, then just jump the fuck in. I haven't, I haven't even freestyled in my head or in my car or like just by myself in years, nigga. Why, why would you think I would like do it on a podcast on wax now? Why would you? Why do you think I would do this? Especially because, when you play your beat. When I start, if if I did start rapping, it's not going to line up. Nope, because it's gonna. There's a lag. Ah, uh, yeah. There's a lag between the time that I hear it and rhyme, and then you hear it. It's not going to sound right. And I'm going to be honest with you. That's a very vulnerable position to be in. I'm not. I'm not trying to be flamed on the internet forever for my whack ass rap. Well, well, what if there's no beat? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm just, sorry. Just, Do you want to make the degree of difficulty higher? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm over here snapping like like Michael Jackson. Trying no, to not rap. snapping, not not clapping along or anything. Just like 
No beat. Like no, I'm snapping on my end, trying to make sure that my my hat's so beat. I'm like <laughs> rapping, snapping. Like what? <laughs> All right. I'm not I'm not strong enough. I'm and I'm just nope. this is just me being hundred percent honest. I am not strong enough. It's not that I don't want to do this with you. I don't want to be here for you. I'm saying I can't. Like even if I tried, I wouldn't be there for you. It would just be me yeah. failing horribly. It would just be me saying somebody else's shit. It's not gonna be mine. I can't even oh, remember anyone else's shit. So you shit. gonna steal somebody else's shit. <laughs> Here's what's wild. Scar at least can do that. I can't even remember anyone else's lyrics. I remember like phrases i don't remember full songs i couldn't even rhyme someone else's song i it would just be but i you know what i learned through def jam rap star that being a rapper and saying all of the words requires an incredible amount of breath control oh yeah like like trying to do like a whole song where you're saying all of the words and trying to get a good score um like at the end of a song i'm like breathing hard as fuck i'm just like how the fuck did they do this Uh, it's more impressive when someone does it in concert (laughs) than when like i hear it on uh wax because you know you can chop it together on wax but in concert like method man especially like him in concert is wild like i enjoy him in concert because all his takes are insane yes yeah i I like the um the him and him and red man's uh versus even though it technically wasn't a versus because they're best friends and no no one was going to be a winner. Yeah. Um, I just I'm just listening to y'all run from music. I'm not running from music. I I have no, firmly taken a stand and said that I'm, I'm not going to do it. No, like, I'm, I'm running. Not... I'm not no, this is not something that I am I is not something I am capable of. Hey, that's, that's not running. That's me admitting knowing who I am, admitting my my own limitations and being a modest individual and being like, "You know what?" I'm not going to ruin your day. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> that's, just, that's just me being real. Like, trust me, if I try, it is going to ruin everyone's day. We're all going to be like, why, nigga? I'm looking at, I'm looking at albums from 94, and there's some, there's some heaters. The, the 90s in general were really hot time for hip-hop. Like, there were so many great artists. In fact, like, up until, what, Tupac got shot, Really, maybe Biggie got shot. Like there were so many like great artists dropping amazing albums. Cause '96, like there was Outkast dropped. Um, I want to say ATLians. In yeah, because because '94 was Southern Playalistic. Yeah, a week after Illmatic. Yeah, <laughs> a week after Illmatic. And they dropped they dropped ATLians in '96, which was a, a just an album full of bangers. Like '96, I feel like Tupac dropped something in '96 too, but I can't remember what it was. It was like a posthumous album that dropped in 96 for Tupac. Biggie dropped Life After Death in 97. I was at 96. I would have to look. I'd have to look too. I feel like he didn't drop anything in 96, but there were a lot of like big name albums. In 1994, Nas dropped the only good album he ever made, Illmatic. Carter oh, two no, was 96. No, no, sir. The week I, after that, I, the week after that, Outkast came out with Southern Playalistic Cadillac I just, music. I literally just said that. I know. Yeah. I just I just wanted to but, make sure that we said but, that with the premise but, of not no, only good album with Joe Matt. I am I am a it I I'm a it was written state album. Like I will say I will say that it was written is better than Illmatic to me. Yeah, I think he had good albums. I think Illmatic was his best in my mind and I mean I I get it it was written I think it's good but I don't think it, he had like not Illmatic, all his albums were bad. Like not like, some dope shit. 
Atlantic is like 20 minutes long. Like it's like so fucking that's kinda, short. <laughs> that's kind of what makes it great. Cause like remember, it's the time period. It came out at a time period Walkman. of tapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just that's a tape. That's like you could literally put it on one side of a 90 <laughs> and listen to the whole thing nonstop without the flip. Also, that's the point. In June, on June 7th, Warren G came out with Regulate, aka awesome. Murder and, and Sex. Uh, the Fugees came out with Blunted on Reality on February. Well, I was going to say, 96, uh, they came out with um, the score. That's the best there. That's that. That's no, but, 96. Yo, but, I do want to ask y'all this. Blunted on Reality had the vocab, dog. Like, the vocab that was 94. Was yeah, not, and Blunted on the reality, reality is good, but the score is the one that, like, yeah, did they the win score. a Grammy off that shit? Yes. Yeah, so and I mean, the score is just huge. For on July 19th, Coolio made an album. Okay. That, no, listen to me. I'm being serious on this one. Coolio made an album that can only be called a love letter to crack addicts. <laughs> Look, it takes a thief. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all something. This is the one that started off with Fantastic Voyage. That's the one everybody remembers from this album. On March 1st, 94. Mm. Funky Headhunter came out. Do you hear me talking, like, sir? Funky Headhunter came out with the best MC Hammer song ever. The fuck? Pumps in a bump. Pumps in a bump is still like Pumps in a bump still bang. That's your. That's the best MC Hammer song to you. Pumps in a fucking bump. Pumps in a bump is the shit, dog. Too legit is my favorite MC Hammer song, and I would argue a better song. No, sir. First of all, first of all, Pumps in a a bump. Too legit isn't MC Hammer pretending to be something he's not. Pumps in the bump most definitely is. I mean, but, but MC Hammer it's, it's, is a gangster. Like he's a real gangster. Like this nigga, does, this nigga put a, gangster, a hit out. Does a gangster this wear nigga, parachute pants? This nigga put a hit out on third base. He put a real hit out on third base for real. Nigga, have you ever seen him do the typewriter in a in oil? Yes, you have. Is the answer to you that want, question? You don't want it with Hammer. You don't want it with Hammer. <laughs> I'm just I'll, saying. I'll be with you right now. I would not dance against Hammer, but no, no, I'm no, not no, no, afraid no. to fight Hammer. You don't. You don't. I know you don't want it with Hammer, Doug. Like I'm yes, telling I do. you. Yeah, I do. I'm trying to tell I you. do. I do. First of all, he's twice my age. I do. Second of all, that I'm not scared of that nigga. Like, nope. You're not gonna convince me to be a terrified of MC Hammer. Fuck that nigga. You can tell him I said it. I'm <laughs> wax, nigga. Like I don't. Like, I, why am I gonna be scared of MC he Hammer? Put, he put a hit out on niggas. Good dude. for fucking, good for fucking MC Hammer. Like, like that's made me scared of him. That's the gangster part of him. Is he had someone else go do his own shit? Fuck him. No, no. I'd like, be more terrified if MC Hammer killed someone, or MC Hammer went and killed someone himself. I'm more scared of OJ Simpson. Than I am at MC Hammer. OJ Simpson at least put a knife in somebody. MC Hammer ain't did shit. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, a, a, well, a, <laughs> correct. Allegedly, I'm sorry. You're correct. Well, not even allegedly. He was acquitted. So maybe kill somebody it's possible <laughs> that nigga did it he knew something i'm just saying look i'm more afraid of real killers than i am mc hammer and real killers I'm don't s- pay someone to go do that shit that's I'm just t- how i feel about it real killers don't why would he why would he why would somebody doesn't why would somebody need to do that i mean if, he, of, if he, of his stature I, why would more, somebody his stature need to actually kill you well again i would be more terrified if he was out killing people himself not scared of somebody who pays someone with a yeah. hammer. That's I'm like telling me. I'm just saying you don't want it. With, you don't want to MC Hammer. Dog. Anyway, back to Pumps and the Bump, uh, which is arguably still not his best song. It's not even like, bro, best song on the album. Th- thank you. 
it's not great. It's it's what you mean? What's the best song on the album? What's the best? What's the best song on Funky Hair Hunter? Hold on one second. I, got I know it's right not pumps in the bump. Like it's, it's not. Pumps I heard the that bump. album, but I know it's not pumps in the bump. It's not a good album, but no. pumps in the bump. <laughs> you literally remember because of the fucking video. The only reason you remember and the controversy. Well, I actually, people... I never saw the original video. I saw it. the I saw it when it got didn't. remade. I didn't see the re- the original video until like much much later. Of course, yes, cool. Of course, you didn't. And then much much later, you're like, I love this song. Much, much later, you're like, <laughs> why am I hard now? Like, what exactly? <laughs> it must be the lyricism and the and the music that's got me hard, not this video. I mean, honestly, just looking at his album, that album that came out. That's the bump is it, bro? No, but it's not his best song, my, my dude. Yes. And here's here's yes. the thing. It's a, okay. So like, okay, an MC is it called Don't Stop. That well, I gotta phone? y'all gonna make y'all gonna make me. I gotta pull no, this up and find I don't, it. I don't, I don't want. I don't. I don't want this. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want any of this happening right now. Why am I? I don't. Yeah. I. I know. I did. I you know, know what? We're falling song. into his hole. There was a song. So. Coolio. Anyway, it doesn't matter. There's there. This is not his best song. I think we can make that argument. We yes. have to argue with the song, the album. It's not his best song. And the only reason I'm going to say it's not his best song is I will ask this: uh, How did this song perform on the charts versus his other songs? I just, I just want to keep in mind that I, MC Hammer go put on the, an Atlanta Falcons beanie and thought that made him gangster. So did Deion Sanders. That's that's what it made him. Mm. And you know, I mean, Deion Sanders I mean, and, and MC Hammer are the same dudes to me. I feel like every time I see them, they're sweaty and dancing. That's that's what I know about them. That's right. I'm dissing Deion Sanders too. It's a, everybody gets it today. Let's go. Yeah. The nigga I mean, couldn't tackle. I mean, well. He was fast as fuck, though, man. He couldn't <laughs> like, tackle. The nigga, if he didn't get an interception, he was gone. <laughs> That's true. Well, I think I think some of that was uh, he, because we found out that later he had fucked up feet. That nigga's no, 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 whole I think, ideal was interception or bust, my nigga. Yeah. But I, I think what we found out later is he had fucked up feet, and I think he might have had issues like planting to tackle. Uh, I don't think, he, like, he had a lot of speed, but I don't think he, he could really get around and also he may have just been like nah nigga i'm <laughs> i'm prime time i don't well, i don't do that when we start talking about like going back to what you originally said about hammer and chart top about coolio hits, like you can't you you can't like as far as chart topping you can't top you can't touch this like you there's nothing okay. there's nothing okay, that's there's nothing cool. that he has but that's not pumps in a bump my point stands it's not his greatest hit Look, I didn't say it was best selling song. All I well, know is that I would say the majority of us would disagree with you. Too legit literally went shoulder to shoulder against Remember the Time. Too legit was amazing as a song. Too legit it's... was when they were like, Michael Jackson should come down and dance against MC Hammer because these two are putting out numbers. Right. And too legit as a song, just in case you're missing it. Epic, it big, bombastic. I mean, honestly, everything Star, MC Hammer. It, it was an embodiment of what he was about. He was too legit. He was too legit to I, quit. I, 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 hey, when, hey, 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 hey. He was too legit. 
It was way too, too legit to quit. That was so that was so I mean, corporate. I mean, honestly, white people, white people movie, ruined too legit. There's a movie bro. called uh, Hot Rod where white, <laughs> Andy Samberg is not responsible for white people. Don't blame white people for like. Don't blame MC Hammer on white people. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying MC Hammer ruined MC Hammer, but they didn't ruin. No, I said they ruined that song. I said they. But I said they ruined that song. MC Hammer is not, not responsible for white people. And don't if they blame ruined MC it, Hammer it was for post, white people. It was post. Is it posthumously or posthumously? Post posthumously, posthumously, they ruined it after it was already a hit. Yeah, if anything, because I don't remember them ruining it because I didn't have the internet back then. I just <laughs> thought it was a bop. There was also no no white people in the video. I think right. It was I like think, ninety. I have to think people. about it. I'm not, the video was in black and white. I think there might have been white people in it. I, I can't mean, tell. They were all grayscale. Yes, the nigga <laughs> did turn around after that and do um, the Adams family too legit. Oh my god. I forgot about the Adams family shit. My point stands. I mean, again, again, does not take away from the fact that his song, that song was so amazing that white people tried to take it. I feel like, and it, and yeah. it, no, no, and, I feel like that's, that's, the, highest, that's the point. Highest, white people tried highest, to take it. Well, actually, they didn't try it. Went, they did. Highest it went in the U.S. was five. Okay. White people take, white people tried to take it. That's all I'm saying. White people tried to take it. <laughs> but it, my my initial point still stands like pumps in the bump well i mean i'm not trying to knock it i don't want people to hear this and be like jh pumps in the bump it's just not a good song it's not the, <laughs> it's, it's not his best song it's definitely it's not his, his, best, it's song. his best song period. Well, all right no. you die on that hill um but here's will, the thing so we tell us y'all are what still we, curious to hear more about coolio's crack addicts <laughs> I mean, I mean, when you said it started with Fantastic Voyage, I was like, I get it. And then I was done. Like, and then does it end with like yeah. uh, someone like, dying, I assume? Coolio has one song anyone cares about. One. Also, Coolio singing songs about crap. We don't even care surprising. about it. We don't care about Fantastic Voyage. Like, not really. It's not that good. Right, exactly. Only reason I like it is because of uh, what is it's a sample. I thought it was good. No, it was because they, they, uh, they had it in Good Burger with uh, Kale. They did. They did, That's the indeed. only reason I even care about it. Is that, that that really is the only reason I like that song? Is because it was in uh, Good Burger. But I mean, like if y'all listen to the names of the songs, I don't have to tell give, you. Give about me the names it. of the songs. I it's literally hear. just a walk down the way of a crack fiend. Fantastic voyage, like when you first take crack. <laughs> um, right. County line, mama. I'm in love with a gangster. Hand on my nutsack. Ghetto cartoon. Then we get into it smoking it takes a thief wait 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 time ghetto cartoons before we get into it yes i see cartoons before i smoke crack should i be smoking crack i was thinking more <laughs> ghetto cartoon as in you look like a cartoon character with the face that you making but oh, okay, smoking okay, okay, okay smoking can of corn you know who it takes a thief bring back something for the hood in the closet Sticky fingers, <laughs> ugly bitches, <laughs> and I remember. So, was this an ode to crackheads, or was this about like awareness for crackheads? I think this was him as a crackhead. I mean, oh, wasn't he oh, with that hairstyle? I wasn't referring to the hairstyle. I mean, I, I legitimately asked him. The, the hairstyle he? that he still has, and and he's losing all of his hair, so it just looks like fucking. <sighs> He hey. looks like a burn victim. Yes, hey, he does. I don't think he can afford new hairstyles. Calm down, guys. He's got to do what he's got to do. He can't. He can't go to another a stylist now. Who's going to style Julio now? Yeah. Julio's also, grandma. Also, uh, Rashani, "Don't Stop" is the one with the funky for Jamaica sample. Okay, "Don't Stop" was a bop. 
It was way better than pumps in the bump. Absolutely fucking not. So, Jay, you got anything coming up? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, um, you know, I'm I'm surviving in the heat. Check out my comedy page, jjonescomedy.com. If that changes, I might have some shit going down in July. Show it's always in the show notes. Scar, you got anything? I'm down to my YouTube music who just uh wait, popped up on my phone to uh tell me that there's a new Young Buck album out. Like I give a shit about Young Buck albums. That has Young something Buck to is do with what music? you got coming up. Apparently so. It, yeah, he's know, gonna be listening to Young Buck. Right. <laughs> Apparently they think I give a shit about Young Buck. But uh no, I ain't got nothing, I ain't got nothing new, just uh doing these podcasts, slinging this wax, dog. That's all. Okay. Me? Nothing. By the way, they all loved the music critique episode. They want us to do another one. Of course. I already have a song for that next one that we do. <laughs> it's on the list. Oh, I'm going back to Babyface, though. I'm doing the shit, about- Diesel. And I'm going to read oh, the God. whole thing this time. <laughs> the nigga literally says, I'm six, seven, extra large. Bitch, you're seven foot one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I will say this. I would be interested to see those lyrics in context of what we know about Shaq now. Because now what I know about Shaq, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like some shit Shaq would say. <laughs> now, <laughs> I feel like this shit is going to make a lot more sense to us now. Oh, my um, God. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's do well, it. Wait, 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 wait. Is this real? Bobby Brown and Keep Sweat in the next versus battle. Are they both as alive? Long as, as long as they're not singing out loud. Yeah, Bobby Brown's dead, right? Well, Bobby's Bobby alive. Brown's... All of his all his family's dead. Wait, Bobby Brown is alive? Yeah, Bobby no, Brown's no. Alive. Real talk, his family all passed on. Rest in peace. But Bobby's alive. His oh, that's right. His daughter died. His daughter, his his son, his wife. Uh, his his wife, his daughter's God boyfriend. Damn. They all died. So all Bobby got left is cracking verses, I guess. I mean, but he had a God bunch damn. of kids though. Like his, I mean, but his famous kids. He, he lost. Gone. He lost. He oh. lost the famous kids. He got some left. Nine one six six three three one five three seven. Look, I, look, you ain't had to send no hate mail. I hate myself for that. I hate. I, yeah, I was just like, I, wow. I, I okay. hate the fuck out of myself for that. One. I am sorry. Uh, yes, Scar. <laughs> bootypodcast at gmail.com uh the twitter is single serving p um jay is on twitter at adjective underscore j scars on twitter at scarfinger i'm on twitter at rashani don't at me find that (laughs) do not leave review on podchaser don't leave review based on what scar said Please, please. I keep having to mute because I can't stop. <laughs> I hate myself so much for saying this shit. Uh, I hate shit, dog. I hate me. Thank y'all so much for listening. Hopefully, you missed what Scar said. I, I tried to talk over it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they can rewind. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> thank y'all so much for listening we greatly appreciate it y'all be good we're gonna holler at you later peace
This is Single Simulcast. Don't nobody out and you slip. 